Hey guys, before today's episode of the podcast, I want you to text me 212-931-5731. If you don't, you're missing out. I'm putting all my eggs in the text basket. 212-931-5731. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up guys? On today's episode of the podcast, Gary has a meeting with a company called Harvest Dental where he goes really into building brand and how to reverse engineer their consumers. That way they can build even more businesses in the B2B world. Hope you enjoy. How many people have that condition? Oh, I mean, the baby boom generation is, I mean, you're going to have 75% losing all their natural dentition in the next 15 years. I see. So it's, it's, it's a big, you know, it's, 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 it's the maturity of, so it's a market that's entering into its maturity. Why is this now happening at the scale that it's happening in comparison to 50 years ago? Is it because people are living longer? Are people grinding their teeth more often? I mean, those are two. No, no, but there was old people. Yeah, you know, there was old people like you and me. There was old people like us. Yeah, but my wooden teeth were painted. Spectacular. I don't think aesthetics 50 years ago mattered. No. Nobody gave a. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. That's ex- that's absolutely another rationale. What do you consider yourself? A manufacturer. Like we need to build leverage with the end user because when I go into Dr. Fishkin's office in Springfield, I have no idea about these dudes. No. Then you wouldn't. Unless you unless you decide to become Intel. You know, how do you differentiate yourself? How do you build a brand? If you can get the patients across America to demand your product, it's game over. That's the only thing I would do. Just getting the access to capital. If you did only LinkedIn, it would cost you very little capital. It's yes, capital, or you take advantage of moments in time. I had no capital building my dad's liquor store. My Sasha loves me very much because I had no capital and built a very large business because at the time that was email, e-commerce, and then Google organic before even Google AdWords. Yeah. Right now, that's, t- by the way, brother, TikTok would crush for you. Mm-hmm. The fastest growing content on TikTok right now is kids dragging their grandparents into the videos. <laughs> no, but really, it's really, like, it's really, really interesting. Like if you think about your business at this moment, It's more, what I'm asking you to do is ha- have a religious change, mm. you know? Mm. I'm, an, I'm a nice Jewish girl and I need you to convert if you want to marry into my family. <laughs> that's, that's how I see it. That's what I would spend all my time on. You can build a very, 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 very big business if you do. You just need to switch the leverage. Uh, wine library. We, we sell the top 100 items in the wine world at dead cost because we lost the leverage, right? Because she walks in and wants Whispering Angel and, and he wants Yellowtail or Kendall Jackson or Santa Margarita. You just need to create end consumer demand. If I walk into Dr. Fishkin's office and say, I need Harvest, that changes everything. You're just marketing. You see where I'm going? If you're just building content that's making all of us aware of you, yeah, it doesn't, you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't even hit their radar in the same way because all you're doing is actually building brand. If you build brand in the end consumer, what you just said doesn't matter. Right. I know. And this is super important. 
This is where everybody's super confused. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's I get it. Switch. I, uh, it's a switch. Yeah. It's why I'm unstoppable. Everybody I compete with laughs at me because I don't pander to the middle. Right. I pander to the actual thing that has leverage. It takes time. People are confused along the way, and then they wake up, and you're Amazon and Netflix, not Blockbuster and Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it? Guys, Intel is a, was a chip. They didn't have the leverage. CompUSA had the leverage. Dell had the leverage. Everybody had the leverage until they didn't. And I went to CompUSA and I'm like, where's the little Intel thing? Oh, there it is, boom. They have the leverage. That's the point of everything. Why did I build this company? It's a client service business, not interested. It's because only having the ability to be the best communicator to the end consumer is the only thing that's gonna be left. You're either gonna figure that out now or you're gonna figure that out later. I prefer, especially since you're spending money, for you to figure it out right now. Guys, this is a battle of when you walk into the doctor's office, you've already decided and you're not willing to shift. If that was beer, I'd be scared. When it's teeth, you can win. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the punchline one more time. We're talking about teeth. If we win in Beverly Hills and Short Hills and all these places and you have to have this brand in your mouth, it's over. That's real. You've completely swung the model. Guys, this is how it always works. Like, this is where people are confused. Like, this is why Amazon's the biggest. We like Amazon. We like to get stuff at the best price in an hour. Mm-hmm. We like it. I don't care what you think about their politics. Like, I, like this is a very important, you see, I know, I, know, I see that you're seeing what I'm saying, which is exciting to me. Because it means, it make, makes me feel like we might do something here. I, I really, really mean that. Sasha, I really do. I, I really think that I have no, um, listen, I'm gonna obviously leave in 36 minutes or whatever. Like, I have one agenda. To completely convince the five of you that this is a 100% patient battleground and everything else is a waste of time to an ine- inevitable demise. Listen, I'm very affected by Russian businessmen getting slaughtered by technology. I called all my dad's friends in LA and said, your black car company's in trouble, you better sell. And they all laughed and then they all lost their businesses. Like, it's very hard for somebody to understand how this actually works if you've never lived through it. This is a 100% patient game. You're still thinking about the short term. You're you're making the checkers move and I want you to make the chess move. Mm. I understand why you're doing it because up until 30 minutes ago, there wasn't a lot of energy or banter thinking about all the way to the end patient level. So you've got to calibrate all that. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely believe on your flight home, you'll, you, this, that will make sense to like, you'll get very realistic with that kind of budget, with the size of your business, with the energy you have, you're like Even if we all go 110% on the end patient thing, that's gonna be a real game for us. That's gonna take some real time. I think it's influencer marketing at scale. I actually think you're one vanity like, person away from having Nirvana. I really do. That's what I actually probably, probably already knew that that's what was gonna, like the reason maybe I'm so excited and I'm realizing, wow, this is actually pretty scary good. Exactly right. And the, the good thing is there's a ton of micro people in LA and New York with meaningful followers who'd be thrilled to get this for free and your investment is so much lower. You get the right 15 dentists involved. We build up their brands as well. You've already got a little leverage of proving that and you're kind of like halfway home. What do you think that from a budgetary standpoint, like what, what is that? It could be sweat. Let's talk, about, let's talk about how much equity you have as a B2B influencer. I would probably go to 25 meaningful dentists in high net worth areas in LA and New York 
and say, listen, Dr. Goldstein, I can help you build up your Instagram and your profile on the model I've done, which is why you know who I am. In return, I want you to team up with me and give away five of these, 10 of these to the biggest influencers in the market and we'll do it for free for them. You go to zero, I go to zero. So all of a sudden your cogs, your cost of it is your cost because you're not even installing it, the doctor is. She or he is in for zero cost to you either. They're making that investment. They're taking their time and converting it into you helping them with marketing and now you're in for zero costs for it other than the cost that you need to make it mm-hmm. and the cost to be able to reach out to influencers and the cost the influencer costs if they cost anything. The super pretty girl who like, like who had, you know, who like, you know, has a tooth issue and has to replace it and gets a one-off with her 487,000 followers that's thrilled to not have to pay for it and who's the 59-year-old who's got the biggest following on Instagram right now in America? I want to put a tooth in that person's mouth and I want that person to say Intel. Like I, I would even debate branding, the brand. If you're going to take this approach, you have to rethink everything. What kind of timing would you look at on something like that? If, if 100%, 20% buy-in, everyone's committed. What kind of timing? When you ask timing, how quickly can that be executed or how quickly right. could, tomorrow. You could have, the five of you could start DMing people in Beverly Hills with a million followers and saying, we'd like, do you have, like literally, and this is casting a wide net of waste of time, but the reality is, you know, what I'd probably do is go to the 15 to 25 most meaningful dentists from a cosmetic standpoint in the five to 15 high net worth areas and ask them if, and look at them and, you know, inevitably you'll see Katie and she's got 100,000 followers because she's really been playing it. On Instagram, she's like, no leverage. But then you go to Zach and you're like, this is the third most prominent dentist in using it, Beverly Hills. Man, he only has 800 Instagram followers. That's like target for somebody who's probably realizes they need to build up their, you know, following. That's our value prop. That's the opener from us. And so you just go right at it. Because that's the model, right? Team up with a dentist. Once you have the infrastructure of your executors of the product, you then go after users within the area with the biggest followings. And then away you go. I understand the actual truth, which is unless you have all the leverage with the end consumer, yeah. you are vulnerable. Yeah, talk about so I, by the way, it's the, I will in a second, but it's, it's funny you went there. I was just about to go into the wine thing. The reason I started Wine Library TV, I didn't even want to be at the mercy of Robert Parker and the Wine Spectator anymore. Their ratings carried the most weight. I didn't want to wake up and some wine got 94 points and everybody wanted it, which then meant everybody wanted it, which meant I was going to make no money. Right. I was like, I'll become the Wine Spectator. Wine Library TV. I say this is 94 points. It, it's also unbelievably true and obvious and executable. It's just a different gear. That's all. There's a, you know, just a different gear. And the second they hear a third person come in and say, I want harvest, they're like, what the is going on? And then you hit scale. This is the difference between, I apologize, this is the difference between being a sales organization and being a marketing organization. Sales organizations have things like trade show. You know, same with us. You know, this was probably an interesting thing for James to come in after being a career, you know, executive in the ad world. We don't do RFPs because we're a marketing organization in ourselves. You're coming to us and giving us the business. 
I don't even know how, to, we're not good at pitching for business. We're just not good at it. It's not in my, we've done it because I wanted to learn and we're bad at it. It's not our DNA. We're also selling something people don't believe in, which ironically is the truth, which is super interesting. And I'm telling you, you know what's great about marketing? You're one moment away. You're one right influencer away from, you know, I think I, think I look at music a lot because it's cultural. There's an artist by the name of PMB Rock. He, like Kylie Jenner on Snapchat, was, was, was disappearing content, you know, lip-synced a hook to his song, just changed the trajectory of his career. Old Town Road became viral through TikTok. It's the fastest song to being diamond status in the history of the music industry. TikTok. I just want you to make the content for the kids, not the parents. That's all. Got it? That's it. That's it. But the 59 year old kids are going to need to. Yeah, I mean, what I mean by that analogy is don't pander to the potential gatekeeper, pander to the end user. It's where markets always, marketers always, they're like, but the mom's going to buy it. I'm like, moms are busy in 2019. They don't want to fight their kid. Whatever the kid wants, fine. You know what I mean? I do not believe people understand how much how much carnage is coming to the world of business. What Uber did to taxis and black cars, what Amazon did to books, it's coming to everybody. When you're a brand like Harvest and you won on the consumer level, when you then team up with the best 3D printer in the world that comes to you to do a JV to make Harvest machines, you've won. That's what brand does. Yeah, Yeah, it it gives Um, you permission to play in so many areas. Mm-hmm. You have the leverage, it comes to you. And maybe I'm just thinking too small. Maybe. It's not that you're thinking too small, you're doing what we all do as business owners, which is we subconsciously want to see it in our interest. The reason people lose is because they're not willing to put themselves out of business. Today I got asked at the SAP conference, Gary, what about regulation? And they break up all these internet companies. I'm like, take them all. Tomorrow, if I woke up and there's no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, I don't give a I only trade consumer attention. We'd all wake up and have to do something. I'll watch what we do and I'll mark it there. Got it? That's what I want for you. I want yours to be a mix of quality, tradition, but also a little bit of like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That I understand. So I'm watching this young lady's reaction. It's like, Yes, this is what I want to do. <laughs> you know, you know. So I, you know, whether whether she has the natural skills for that, whether she has knows how to do that, whether that's something we can help move along, like that's a million different things. But what's really fun about influencer marketing is hand-to-hand combat. But again, there's a ton of people who actually want to. Like, this is not a joke. I wish I was doing that all day long. I miss the days of early wine. Like, I think it's the best thing. Here's why: you get so much learnings when you do hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. When you're in the dirt, you learn. Mm-hmm. You know, DMing 5,000 fancy looking girls and guys and getting their responses is actually the value to me. Because mm-hmm. then I would learn. Mm-hmm. And you think LinkedIn is the, yes. LinkedIn and TikTok. I think LinkedIn, I like those two because you don't have enough marketing dollars and they both give you organic reach. Literally your first video making. Paid like, or not paid? Those are both non-paid, non-paid platforms. Paid. Where we need all our paid dollars for are the cost of goods to make these things that we're gonna give out for free and 
paying the influencer to, some will just take it. You know, 86 year old, you know, attractive mom with two, 187,000, she's just thrilled to get the product for free in return for the shout out. 8.9 million actress from Bollywood that's willing to give the shout out, she may, her manager might want five G's and I want to give it to her. Mm-hmm. Only brand, the internet one. The internet one, yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's gonna be left. That's why I built a communications business. It's the only thing left. Once I build brand, do you know how quickly I could be a competitor in your business? That's how I'm gonna do it. Realty, cool. Tea, good. Soda, good. Like, whatever I want. Once you know how to build brand, everything's a commodity. Mm -hmm. Not worried about people's patent pendings. That world doesn't exist anymore. You know? Quality is subjective. Believing something is quality. Is the game mm-hmm. right? Yep. How are these grapes, Maribel? They were actually really good. They're good. Excellent. We all like firm grapes. Some people like mushy grapes. I mean, you know, like it's just you know, <laughs> how great. I promise you, if they were branded, we would have a totally different opinion. Yeah. You know, meaning one way or the other. Not right now, is it? Oh, I do love those. On that note, <laughs> on that note, right now we all kind of agree these were good grapes. But had they been known as harvest grapes? I might have thought they're the best, you might have thought they're overpriced. Just adding that layer, that's the game. That's what I want you to do. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.